Hello, and welcome to PHM in Your Practice, the podcast where we explore population health management from a radiology perspective. I'm your host, Chris Hobson, and today I'm joined by Dr. Ryan Lee. Dr. Lee practices in the Einstein Healthcare Network in Philadelphia, where he serves as Vice Chair of Quality and Safety Radiology, as well as Section Head of Neuroradiology. In addition, Dr. Lee is Associate Professor of Radiology at Thomas Jefferson University. Dr. Lee, it's a pleasure to be with you today. Thanks so much for having me here, Chris. I'm glad to be here. Dr. Lee, for those listeners who might not be familiar with clinical decision support, or is it sometimes styled CDS, uh, can you please give a general idea of how it works? Sure. CDS stands for Clinical Decision Support, and it's basically software that's embedded in the computer systems that uh, doctors and nurses use in the hospital and in the outpatient setting um, in order to decide, in order to help them decide uh, what is the most appropriate study to order. And the engine of the software basically takes vetted data from subcommittees. For example, the American College of Radiology has something called the appropriateness criteria, which are criteria that have been vetted by subcommittees of each subspecialty. So, for example, there are several committees for the neuroradiology uh, appropriateness criteria, musculoskeletal, uh, women's imaging, etc. Each of these committees will look at indications for a study and rank specific studies, whether it's a CT, an MR, an X-ray, and actually give it a score to tell you whether it's a good study for that indication or not. So we have hundreds, if not thousands, of these uh, appropriateness criteria that are stored. And basically, the CDS software takes the recommendations from these subcommittees and embeds it into the computer program. So essentially, what you have is at the ordering clinician's fingertips, all of the information about what the best study to do is right at their fingertips without them having to look it up. And so CDS allows the the ordering physician um, to get that information right at the time they're ordering. Uh, Please tell me about your role at Einstein Healthcare Network, uh, particularly as it relates to clinical decision support. As vice chair of quality and safety in the radiology department, the uh, chair had uh, made me the lead for CDS. So I basically have uh, conducted CDS, how it would be implemented into uh, the radiology system, and also act as a liaison for the clinical doctors to make sure that it works well on their behalf as well. How, in your estimation, does CDS relate to population health management? I think clinical decision support, or CDS, um, has a lot of potential value in the context of population health management. Um, we're talking about a method of getting validated decisions on how to order a study consistently and transparently using appropriateness criteria or appropriate use criteria um, in the workflow of the clinical physician. And so using CDS allows that physician to order studies, the correct studies, all the time without using uh, anecdotes um, and previous experience, but actual uh, quantitative data in order to order the right study for the patient. So in that context, it has a lot of worth for population health management because we now can have something that all patients can benefit in a consistent way. And we can also reduce the amount of unnecessary studies for the entire population, whether it be expensive studies such as a CT or MRI. And in the process, also reduce the amount of radiation in the context of ordering CT scans. Now, we find ourselves in the middle of this COVID-19 pandemic, and I'm wondering uh, if you've witnessed yourself uh, CDS being brought to bear to help patients, and if so, how? 
Well, the benefit of CDS in general is that we can always order the right study for the right patient at the right time um, for any situation. In the context of COVID-19, we had additional challenges I think that nobody could have foreseen. Um, we actually had discussions with our CDS software provider to see if we could have a COVID-19 specific workflow. And what I mean by that is that we wanted to have a subset or an algorithm written that specifically was able to determine if a patient was COVID related or had an urgent need to get a study and if things that could have been delayed because they were less urgent to uh, delay that study uh, to, a, to a more appropriate time in the future. And we actually had discussions about that. Unfortunately, due to the time of COVID-19 and how quickly things progressed, it was just not technically feasible to get all the details in and have it implemented um, as COVID-19 became serious quite quickly. But I do think that uh, as a result of those meetings, I think there's a lot of things that we can take away that in a crisis situation, such as pandemic, there might be uh, opportunity to create workflows that can respond to that urgency and delay other studies. So I think there's a lot of work to think about that in the future. Ensuring effective utilization management is one potential role that CDS can serve within a PHM model. Um, in your estimation, how can utilization management influence something like the Institute for Healthcare Improvement's triple aim, uh, which entails a three-part approach of improving the, the patient experience of care, improving the health of populations, and reducing the per capita cost of healthcare? Yeah, I think CDS or clinical decision support really fits nicely in the IHI triple aim. Um, and let's break it down to what the triple aim is. Uh, the triple aim aims at improving patient experience of care. How does CDS do that? Well, by allowing the, the referring doctor to order the correct study right at the time they're doing it and not at some later time, we actually dramatically improve the patient care. We experience not infrequently uh, for CDS, and even now as we're attempting to fully integrate CDS into our system, um, there are many times when a patient will show up with an order for a study that really isn't the best study, and the technologist will pick up on it or the resident will pick up on it and then let us know. And unfortunately, sometimes those patients have to be rescheduled because of pre-authorization requirements of some insurance companies. Um, or perhaps we don't even have the time to do it because that slot is filled for the other study. Had the right study been ordered initially, we would not have run into that problem and the patient would not have to reschedule. So I think there is a potential dramatic improvement in patient experience of care. The second part of the triple aim is improving the health of population. Well, if you think of it in the context of how many inappropriate studies um, or unnecessary studies we're ordering, sometimes when patients just have studies that were were ordered incorrectly. And we think about that first of the subset of say CTs that could have been avoided. Well, we can think of how much radiation we're saving to our population. So that alone is worth a lot. If we can save a lot of radiation for those unnecessary CT scans, that is definitely improving the health of our population. The final part of the triple aim in reducing per capita cost of healthcare kind of relates to what I just spoke about. By eliminating or at least reducing the amount of unnecessary studies, we're really reducing the burden of costs of these studies that were obtained really for no reason and did not add anything uh, to the healthcare. And I would add actually that there's been in recent times a, an additional aim to the triple aim, almost now called the quadruple aim, looking at physician well-being. 
as burnout has become such a big topic in the medical community. And I would argue that CDS can also aim to improve, improve physician well-being because those ordering physicians that know upfront that they're ordering the right study, I think that improves their quality. They don't get the additional phone call saying, hi, uh, you ordered such and such a study. We don't think this is a, a, the right study to do. Study Y is better. Now that is time that they're taking that they could have been seeing a patient or doing something else for their patient. Um, so I think that it actually improves the physician quality of experience as well. Speaking of utilization management, um, some believe that that uh, effective utilization management uh, can, which can equate to fewer low quality scans being performed, has the potential to free up radiologists to work on more community oriented initiatives uh, such as screening drives or or other you know initiatives that that really um, help radiologists focus on the the community around them and the populations around them um, what are your thoughts on this yeah i actually completely agree with that think of the number of phone calls that we get from either the referring uh, doctors their office staff the nurses or the uh, non-physician assistants, the PAs that might be calling to see what studies that they need to order because they aren't sure. Um, when you think about all those phone calls over the course of a day, over the course of a week, over the course of a year, uh, that can be avoided using CDS, it can be potentially quite significant. Um, those phone calls can be completely eliminated because with CDS, that answer is directly in the EMR where they would be ordering the study. So when you think of all that time that is saved, that allows the radiologist to do a lot other things, uh, including these uh, community-oriented initiatives. So I would say CDS can potentially save a lot of time for the radiologist to really do other things in addition to uh, reading films and answering phone calls about what's the right test to do. So I completely agree. It's an interesting take on it. Um, you know, coming back to the the whole. Um, COVID-19 pandemic. How do you how do you think uh, the the circumstances under which we're all operating right now might affect the progress that was being made uh, with respect to CDS implementation? I unfortunately think that the COVID-19 pandemic is going to have a lot of ramifications on every subspecialty in medicine. Um, in fact, I think just everything in the world is going to be completely different uh, post-COVID. Uh, with respect to CDS implementation, I, it, CDS implementation at each site um, has to be tailored for that site. I've, I've always said this before, um, in order for CDS to work properly, I think it is essential that the representatives or the leaders of the CDS implementation are involved to make sure that how it's implemented works well for radiology and equally, if not equally as important, if not more important, for the referring physicians. And that does take some time, in my opinion. And because of COVID-19, everyone had to divert resources, of course, to deal with the pandemic. And I think that probably will set back uh, some sites in CDS implementation. Um, so it will remain to be seen how this pans out in the future, but I do think it probably slows things down. Um, I do know also that the ACR has, has uh, put out statements urging CMS to uh, to forego the need for pre-authorization during this pandemic. And I think this is a, a great opportunity to think about how CDS can play in the, in the context of pre-authorization. You know, some of the early studies originally looked at CDS as a replacement for this manual and at times subject, subjective process of having a, a single person pre-authorize whether a study is, 
is warranted or not. I think with CDS, we have a consistent, transparent, and vetted way of determining what is the best study to, to obtain. And CDS, I think, is exactly the reason why we could forego pre-authorization and do something that is more automated and more efficient. Well, in closing, do you believe that CDS is more than just a legislative mandate, uh, especially when it comes to the goal of improving population health? Absolutely, 100%. As I mentioned, in the population health uh, realm, we are talking about enabling the population of a set of patients that you are taking care of to obtain the correct studies all the time without delay and at the time the physician is ordering it and so that the downstream effects of having the patient obtain the right test and the minimization of getting inappropriate or unneeded tests is huge in the population health uh, scheme of things because we're going to be reducing the amount of money we're wasting for inappropriate tests and in the case of CTs, the amount of radiation. So to me, CDS and population health are really built for each other. I mean, they, without CDS, I think population health is a harder thing to accomplish from a radiology standpoint. Um, and I think CDS is made for population health. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Lee, and, and for the very enlightening conversation. We really appreciate you making the time to join us. It's been a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Chris. Thanks so much to our listeners. This has been PHM in your practice. See you next time.